Hashtag guys. We're here with all guys. My bros. Hanging out with my bros. I die for you, bros. It's a lie, but it is nice. <laughs> I feel like I... <laughs> Do you, though? <laughs> Do you, though? I don't know. It's a tough call. I feel like I tough might. Tough call. It depends. I don't have any reason not to. Like, if I wouldn't, like, like... Yeah. If we're, like, in the apocalypse right now, and it's just, you know... Yeah. I'd do what I could. I'd do what I could. It wouldn't be much, <laughs> but I'd try. I feel like I'm looking for any excuse to not have to go to a grocery store ever again, and death is probably the best excuse. Or the apocalypse. That's even better excuse. That's a pretty good excuse. You don't have to die, but there's no more grocery stores. That's now so you just true. have to farm. I'm so into that, you guys. You don't understand. Dude, I'm way up into the farm to table industry. <laughs> He's so into it. You're you're like neck deep in it, but I'm from just, underneath. Yeah. But you got like, your full head in there. My neck is in the ground, yeah. <laughs> Can't Far, hear farm to table. I'm so dedicated. I'm not even about the table part. I don't even <laughs> want to get to get to the table. I just want to keep farming it. I just I built a table on my farm. Mm, so, uh, you know, direct. Honestly, my farm I is, love that. Uh, under my table. What I like to do is I pick fresh, ripe, ripe fruits. Yeah. And I chuck them immediately into the <laughs> compost. <laughs> I don't. I don't That's give how it you a get chance. The freshest compost, honestly. Mm-hmm. The and our compost the soup. Farm to compost. It's a very beautiful technique. A lot of the farmers are using that. The new uh, farm to compost pipeline, dude. They're building out. Oh, I I yeah. wrote a petition against that pipeline. I was like, no, no pipeline in my backyard. Farm <laughs> to table, <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> You get that pipeline out of my goddamn face. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Uh, I saw like this article written, and it was like a serious tone. And uh, they're like, hey, all you guys leaving Bonnaroo, why don't you go uh, go help like be activists for the pipeline? Mm. And um, it was like, I think it was a two-page article of just like ranting about like, hey, everyone leaving Bonnaroo, uh, talking about changing the world eating tacos in the desert right why don't you go fucking be real life changers and do this da, 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 da. and they're like here are directions on how to do it and then she yeah. like posted a google like driving thing on the end of the i love article. it i would venture so to say weird. the people who attended bonnaroo have succeeded about the same amount in stopping that pipeline as the people that are there right now i don't know i mean if people are there now that's at least something yeah, that's something they yeah. got up and did something like no, that's no, no, i'm not saying they i'm not i'm saying they're but you're doing right something, it's not effective like, they're not stopping anything right now like they're yeah. not going to stop anything until they do something like legally about it which it's going to be kind of hard to when they have like i feel like the more they like you spray paint shit and like destroy shit then the less leverage they're going to have in court when they have to show up and be like no like we actually have like a real cause and they're gonna be like no you don't you're just like barking at us i don't know i don't think people take protesters to court i think it has to do with money like I'm not saying they're going to take them to court. I'm saying like they, if they want to stop it, eventually they're probably going to have to do, go about it legally. Like wouldn't you say like they, they're not? Oh just yeah, stop. absolutely, absolutely. I would say that signing a petition and getting other people to sign a petition is probably a little stronger than going somewhere with spray paint and being angry. Absolutely. Like because that's a document. It's got it's. It, I don't know. That's kind of how white people do it. They're like, we need paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> we require paperwork. We need a paper trail yeah. to follow, to figure out. Because we got to blame somebody. What do you, oh, what do you yeah. even do with it? Like, how many signatures does it need? Like, how does that even work? I, don't, I honestly don't know. I don't know. I think um, it's just, uh, I mean, depending on where you have your petition, I guess. 
uh, on that like change.org or whatever, doesn't that go to the White House if it gets more than like a hundred thousand? I don't know. I don't know if there's a certain number for what you're trying to do. Like if you're legitimately trying to change a law directly, maybe that would have a certain like you need this many signatures. But maybe if it's something like I just want to bring attention to an issue, then maybe it's like I'll just take what I can get. You know, if you're like we have 80,000 signatures suggesting that uh, Internet feminism is no longer allowed. Um, then maybe the president would be like, well, I kind of see their point, you know? <laughs> like, oh, I yeah, know. Maybe I should ban that. I, I should that, just ban free speech. I should do that. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm into that. Shut this whole podcast down. <laughs> yeah, let's just, that was it. Okay, my, was uh, in the studio. my argument against modern feminism uh, is the exact same thing that you were saying with that article had written about, like, make real change. Like, if you mm. get off your computer and go to Syria where women have like real problems instead of being like, well, my feelings were hurt when you said this word, you know, real change, real change. I don't know. No, for sure. I just, you know what I like? I like bringing rooms down. No, that's I something know. I'm no, into. No, 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 no. I was just about to It's definitely an issue in like the modern culture, the like social activism, just mm-hmm. because I think that's just well, it's, it's always self-serving. A, yeah, exactly. That's my problem with it. It's always self-serving. It's always like, but I didn't get invited to this thing, or I don't like how that makes me feel. Like, no, okay, but you're allowed to feel bad. It's also that's okay. like instead of writing a Facebook post, just like, oh, I did this, I did that, and I helped so many people. You could just spend your time still doing that. You know sure. I mean? I or like, like uh, healthcare is a big issue in women's uh, rights nowadays. I'm looking for a lighter. Oh. Um, and I feel oh, like I again, like. Oh, thank you. Awesome. It was violent, He's got a but I you I, choose which one would I, you prefer to use? I'm a matches use? girl. <laughs> Damn, I thought for sure she was going with I'm the lighter. A matches lady. I feel um, like there's there's so much. I mean, people are with Facebook and social media and stuff like that. It's so easy to get like attention without actually get like back in the yes. day. Like to get attention, you would actually have to like go through all the hoops of like getting getting calls, pregnant, notice. yeah, and then telling everybody, <laughs> and then they all know. Yeah, all now the, you, you know, just go on MTV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's right. too easy now. And so you get all this attention brought to your topic, but like nobody's actually laid down the groundwork of actually how you change something. So like, yes. wh- whatever. And so instead they start these movements that are kind of based around these kind of like shallow things to care about when in reality there is a real issue, but nobody's nobody's taking care of that real issue. Like me not saying what you tell me I shouldn't say at the end of the day solves nothing mm-hmm. other than you being less offended when you talk to me, which is fine. And I'm happy for you. But what have you done for, what have you, I don't know, I don't know. It's like the great Janet Jackson once said, what have you done for me lately? Ooh, <laughs> that's a good point. You know? Janet Jackson. You Because know? here's, okay, here's my argument, right? Here's one of my many long-winded <laughs> arguments. <laughs> um, okay, so the whole idea of being told, like, uh, the whole idea of, like, of, of rape jokes, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I understand why women don't like them. I get that. And they're not all good jokes. That's the other oh, thing. Yeah. They have to be funny. <laughs> yeah. So, but but a woman saying like, but you can't say that on stage. You can't do that. You're changing someone else's behavior or you're asking someone to change their behavior so that you're comfortable. Yeah. Now let's compare that to another m- modern feminist issue of men holding the door open. I've heard women say that they get offended if a guy tries to hold a door open for them, like, I can't hold doors. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, but isn't holding a door, isn't being a gentleman changing his behavior in order to make you comfortable? 
Yeah. Yeah. So you can't have it both ways. You mm-hmm. have to pick which one you want to stick to. Like, do you want to burn your bra and be able to sign up for the military? Or do you get offended because you assumed that women have to go now fight in the military? Like, yeah. But know, also, like, the key word is joke still. It's like, it could just be like, oh, like, right, well, you right. can't do baseball jokes. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you can do a baseball joke, but it's funny. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Just make it funny then. Yeah. I, th- I think that rule and applies to any and, joke, but really. I think, I think that, to- that topic is just a harder thing to make a funny joke out of. It is, but if it is funny, then look how hard that was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give them credit. It's mostly just about the the importance of, of maintaining people's... Like, you don't want to limit what can be said. That doesn't. That's not progressive in any way. Agreed. Like limit, limiting the dialogue of an of a of a group of people or, or of society as a whole. How do you expect fruition to come out of that? Like people, will, the people who aren't funny, Eric. Oh, is that for me? No. Oh uh, yeah, the people who aren't funny, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, for Eric example. <laughs> the people who aren't funny about whatever topic they're not funny about will fade. They'll fall to the bottom because they're not going to yes. be funny. Yes. And the people that are funny, they. I. I don't. I feel like they're. I do agree that there are ways to talk about those things that that people should ex- accept, even if they're not comfortable with it. Even if not dialogue is good. It, it's what creates change. You can't have change without dialogue. So anytime somebody brings up something uncomfortable, that's the goddamn point. Yeah, that that's the point. point. Mm-hmm. No one came on stage and was like, I want to have a really mediocre, very comfortable time up here. No one does that. They're like, I want to hurt some feelings. I want to. I want to make some weirdness in your belly. Mm-hmm. You know, I want. I want good and bad things to happen. Change. Change is good. I don't know. I'm all for positive female change. I. I do my part by being a uh, birth doula and childbirth educator. I try to empower women to make better choices for themselves. That is true. Eric told me that you might not be able to be here if you had to deliver a baby yeah. this year. Yeah, true. But that shit spurred out. That baby came out. Oh, that yeah. baby came out. What is the baby's name? Like, I must know. I have to dedicate Catherine. this podcast to him. Ooh. Catherine. Catherine. And were you like a you're like a boot camp sergeant in there? Yeah, I yell at her. <laughs> I just that's what I get paid to do. I just her go in and baby. I'm like, you're not shit. You think you can have a baby? You can't have a baby. <laughs> Very aggressive. So you're a birth coach. I like that. I'm a I'm a birth doula. I'm a birth support person. I'm supportive. Doula. How do you even spell that? D o u l a. It's a Greek word. It means woman who helps women. He's Greek. He should know that. Hey, I this guy. Look at me schooling you on your shit. Now I'm embarrassed. I know. I'm, I, feel I feel rude. I feel like I really let someone down. Let, somewhere let me tell there. you more about some stuff you already know about. <laughs> doula. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what word that's called. I'm thinking of all the words I know, which is not many. If anybody's wondering, but uh, I don't know what that means. I guess it means woman Dude. who helps somebody. That sounds like an all, Greek words are all really unnecessarily long for like things that are short to say in English. Like mm. green is like. Prasino or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. It's like, come on, dude. Does mm-hmm. it need to be that long? Like, like in French, s'il vous plaît is like three words. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. is it s'il vous plaît? Oh, s'il vous plaît. I don't know. It's French. like S apostrophe I L space. What does that mean? With like a telegram, Please? right? Stop, right? <laughs> S apostrophe I L stop. V O U S stop. Play. And then play. What does that mean? Please. Please. Yeah. S'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. S'il vous plaît. Like, uh, like uh, you want to sit on my face, Silvu play. <laughs> <laughs> you know the old Silvu play. Silvu play. <laughs> French has a lot of cool words. I enjoy saying bonjour is a nice one. I like saying omelette du fromage. Omelette du fromage from Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> you watch that show? I love Dexter's Laboratory. 
the word storyteller, uh, if I'm going to say it correctly, is affabuleteur. That's storyteller? Mm-hmm. Affabuleteur. Are you French? No. Did you take French? No. Then how do you, you know this? <laughs> I've been talking to a French guy for like uh, several years uh. on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> On a is that where you got the sit on my face Sylvia play along? <laughs> yeah, that's why my brain <laughs> went there. Like, <laughs> yeah, many late night DMs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, late night DMing. Like it's so hot. Like, oh, what, what are you doing? I'm eating mac and cheese in my pajamas. <laughs> it's actually lunchtime. <laughs> why does he have a Russian accent? <laughs> it's actually lunchtime here in France. <laughs> what are Russian accent's the only accent I can do. I, I feel like I used to be able to do so many more. I feel like you could have been like. Do that accent, I would hit it. Now Russian's my only one. Oh, I can what happened? I don't know. I got Russian, I got old Jewish guy, oh. and I got, I do a pretty good black guy. Okay. I'm all right at black guy. <laughs> Show me what kind of black guy. I'm not doing impressions right now. <laughs> you, well, gonna. you can do an old Jewish guy specifically. Yeah. What yeah. kind of black guy? Like a, like a rowdy like a black, black guy? <laughs> like a black guy my age who like went to high school with me. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> me neither. I mean, does he like science? Is he into like gangster rap did he have like aspirations i don't like do what's up with this guy (laughs) i don't do impressions of like what i feel like their like environment surrounding them was i just do an impression of like black guy probably this is what black guy sounds like (laughs) like every like most of black guys i talk to sounds really racist makes me want to hear it (laughs) (laughs) it's really a tasteful impression i'll just say that it's very tasteful (laughs) it it, uh (laughs) guys live from the studio (laughs) (laughs) I'm Eric Glazer. I'm Jimmy Selesky. <laughs> Today we have uh, Kim Ambrose in the hey. studio. Baltimore uh, comedian and doula. doula. What? And, uh, and member, murder mystery yeah, actress. Member of Die Laughing Productions. And massage therapist. What is Die Laughing Productions exactly? Uh, great question. Thank you for asking. Uh, so we had Tommy on the podcast before. Oh, he, Tommy's great. Yeah, he, Tommy uh, Simbazo? Yeah, Tommy Simbazo. He's also a part of that. But uh, Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Nice. Uh, so we're a murder mystery troupe or a group, uh, but we're all Baltimore comedians. Uh, it's part scripted, part improv, part audience participation. We get people to play parts. Uh, we keep it really simple. We give them a binder. We're like, you're Carol. And when the detective says this to you, you just say this. We keep it very simple. We're nice to people. Uh, but uh, we have different shows that we do. A um, couple different ones. We have a Christmas one, a newly dead game, Sing for Your Life. Wow. Lots mm. of fun stuff. That's really cool. How That's many people fun. are in this thing? I want to say like seven or eight. Seven or eight bros. You got that matches, by the way. I have Actually, one <laughs> match left. Let me get one that survived. Yeah, I'm there's a fan on. <laughs> a fan and matches. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, but... um. When's your next show for that? Tomorrow, actually. Very excited. Arlington Cinema and Draft House at 10 p.m. We're going on after John Lovitz. Awesome. So come and see John Lovitz and then stay and see us. It's going to be a fun weekend. So every night is a new mystery, right? It's not Uh, like an ongoing thing? So we have like different shows we do. So if you book us for Sing for Your Life, we're going to come and do our uh, karaoke show parody. It's like an American Idol parody. Um, I play a woman who has uh, five kids by six five. Fathers. Uh, it's very serious. Um, Mama July is her name. And uh, yeah, we have a good time. Uh, the newly dead game is pretty much what it sounds like. It's like the newly wed game. We have couples. They ask questions, embarrassing questions. It's lots of fun. And uh, somebody dies and we have to solve it. How often are you guys like doing this, would you say? I would say like two or three times a month right now. Really? Yeah. 
But you've done some like cool gigs with this. You've gone yeah. up to like Philly and you know Philly, Virginia Beach, yeah. uh, uh, Winchester, Leesburg, all kinds of places. Are you guys who who's like the person who's out there booking this stuff? Rob Mayer and Joe Robinson are our dads. We refer to them as our dads. Okay, I thought they, they were actually your dads. I was like, that's cool yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that's that's actually inspiring. Wow. And Joe does the Joe does like the hosting for the all of the die laughing shows, right? Like he's yeah, kind the, like of the yeah, MC pretty guy. much yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do the Rob and Joe show. Mm-hmm. And they're awesome. Yeah, Rob and Joe, dude. That's yeah, the, my bad. No, Go on. No, I have, dude. I'm, lo- I'm loving Welcome it. to the kindest podcast. <laughs> Listen to the kindest podcast. <laughs> but uh, you also do the the second Saturday shit shows too. Yes, at Autobar, we just had uh, Mike Stork headlining, and it was mm-hmm. super fun. Yeah, that was Mike Stork's the man, dude. I love him. Came out. He's that. awesome. <laughs> yeah, much yeah. appreciated uh, on those drink tickets. Absol- Absolutely. Nice. So you guys are going down to Arlington, Virginia tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty sweet, actually. It's fun. I was going to say to you what I noticed was that I put the fat tires. Or no, wait, I didn't. I thought I did. Never mind, man. I was wrong about you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I was. <laughs> I took. I thought I took the fat tires because that was like a plan I had. I was like, I'm going to take the fat tires. I'm going to put them in the box with the Miller Highlights. Highlights. But then I thought, ah. I feel like it looks nice on the table for when Kim comes in. She's like, oh, they got fat tires. And then if she looked hard enough. But I was like, all right, so I must have forgotten to do it. But I thought that you reached in the box and saw like the bunch of Miller High Life and yeah. took the fat tire instead. And I was going to be like, Eric, you motherfucker, dude. I knew you would. For some reason, I just had it in my mind that you would. I just had it in my mind. I was like, Eric would not go for the High Life, man. Damn, dude. Why can't I get a tire? I really appreciate that you didn't put them in the box because if you were like, hey, do you want a beer? They're all here under this table <laughs> by my crotch i'd be like oh it's a trap oh <laughs> i'm glad it's just the coldest place in the studio under the table <laughs> yeah. the, uh, see how what we do we use science because we keep it on the floor because cold falls <laughs> so it's like i mean that's the smartest thing if we could put it underground it'd probably be even colder yeah too, we just gotta like dig out maybe a hole in the studio now and we're talking, uh, you guys. Yeah, and then we just buy ice and just mm-hmm. maybe build a drain in there, too. <laughs> build some sort of Are pipe drain <laughs> system. Mm-hmm. Maybe have some sort of motor suction pump out in the Four back. Four sides, all sides, are air conditioning systems just blowing into this hole. I really feel like just a mini fridge would be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> just I feel like you're overthinking this. <laughs> and what I'm going to need you to do is come on the team side. <laughs> That's an easy, probably like three day job. It would be. <laughs> gotta rent out some jackhammers. Dude, not hard. I don't even know why you're. Yeah, man, you make this complicated. Come on, dude. Jeez. <laughs> what are you talking about? We could have got a mini fridge two years ago. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> we probably could have. Henry has a free one, dude. He said he would get me one. That's Dope. my dog's name. Dope. You have yeah. a dog named Henry? I do. I named him after Henry Zabrowski. Who's that? One of the hosts of Last Podcast on the Left. Yeah, very funny. Comedian wow. Oh yeah, you're the one. You're the one that told me that that was. You're yeah, the one that got him into that podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we've listened Ooh. to a couple like, of them here. I like to convert people as many as possible. Yeah. And you, you're the one that like hooked them up for the live shows at yeah, Firebar, right? Yeah. Because we've been doing shit show for like four years, and yeah. they were looking for a place to do live show, and I was like, there is literally no better place than the Auto Bar yeah, for you guys. For sure. well, what exactly is? Because I've listened to like a few. Is that like 
like just like weird stories every episode. Is that the one? I'm I mean, I about? feel like you're downplaying it, but yeah, it's more like, or yeah, less. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean it. I no, didn't. <laughs> no. It's like conspiracies it's and like serial killers and. Okay, like that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Tuesdays with stories. No, yeah, that's a different <laughs> podcast. Tuesdays with stories. Tuesdays that's with amazing. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like too like in the podcast. I think what world. you're thinking of is the creepy pastas that they do the the spooky campfire style sort yeah. of. No, no, no. I I was I. I now that I'm remembering, last on the last podcast on the left is the one with like the conspiracy. Because I was asking Eric, I was like, w- like, what kind of videos are we allowed to watch around? And I was like, can we watch like if we hop on YouTube, can we watch like you know the kind of shit? Which is weird because you came in here just talking about like the feminism shit right off the bat. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I come in hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little aggressive. I apologize. I wore good, these dude. pajamas to seem less threatening. Perfect. And it it's worked. It's what working. is that tattoo on your arm? Guess. Can you guess what it is? Can you guesstimate? This is interesting. I like doing this. Kim (laughs) Jong-un? Yeah. Got the old Kim Jong there. Gandhi? Is that Gandhi? You're the second one to say Gandhi. I've gotten Gandhi (laughs) and I've gotten Uncle Fester. It looks like like an undead version of Gandhi. Like a zombie Gandhi. Zombie Gandhi. It's it's Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, I see it. I see it. You see it now? (laughs) It's not a bad tattoo, you guys. It's actually pretty rad. It's just, uh, you know, a lot of people, one, don't see the name that's mm. there that says Thompson written actually yeah. right I wouldn't there. know either way who is Hunter S. Thompson I feel he like an idiot he is knowing. an American writer he invented gonzo journalism he wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and what exactly okay dude what exactly is gonzo gonzo is a form that. of journalism where you put yourself in the story as an observer but you make yourself a part of the story at the same time so you kind of switch narrative points in and out between being like this is my experience as an experiencer and then telling exactly what you're seeing just like a reporter like this is what i'm seeing wow it's really good <laughs> it's really good fear stuff. and loathing in las vegas mm-hmm. that's, what wrote. that's his most popular johnny depp played him in that movie bill murray has also played him in where the buffalo Road. who are like the big gonzo guys these days i mean he's the one that's he's it. the only that's one the guy i mean i don't keep up on journalism because yeah. that's not really my <laughs> shit but uh he invented it it's his thing yeah mm-hmm. Do you have any aspirations of being the first uh, massage uh, <laughs> gonzo journalist? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk about people's bodies in grave detail <laughs> while on drugs. Uh, <laughs> the only time I've ever seen the word gonzo, and that's why I've always wondered for such a long time, the only time I've ever seen it was in like porn and stuff. And I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> gonzo. <laughs> really? Because I think most people would think like Sesame Street. You went the complete other route I went, with that. Yeah. I didn't really. Wa- I watched a lot of what I watched gonzo more porn, porn than Sesame Street. I think Street, gonzo I might just be more of a descriptive word in porn what yeah, is it what is it like a category to? what does it mean uh, that's I what i was know. trying to figure out i was like i know what i, I'm, like I know gonzo. i'm watching two people fuck but like i don't understand how this is different <laughs> how is it gonzo <laughs> what makes it yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying i was like please tell me tattoo on your arm what i've been watching all my life <laughs> i have no idea they, uh, i don't know back in the day when like 89.com was out you had to bra- i was pouring through categories mm. learned a lot of new 89. words okay can i ask a question how old were you when you first started watching porn regularly 12. when you were like 12 yeah wow okay okay <laughs> yeah. is that early what did you think i i as a girl i feel like that's early because <laughs> guys who watch a lot of porn when they're young they usually fuck bad <laughs> They're not great at it because they think you're supposed to go in and be like, ah, ah, and it's like, okay, we don't, it's very sensitive. You don't have to like, (laughs) so you're like, I was 12 and I'm like, well, one, that's fucking crazy. And two, (laughs) 
you probably are bad in bed. <laughs> I can't speak to my performance. All all watching porn that young made me do was just think I had a really small dick. Oh, the time I, was like, I was just like, damn it, really? That's, That's kind of nice. Rocking a twelve-year-old. That's kind of nice though, because it's like you don't, you know, you don't have a big head on your shoulders about yourself because oh, you got sure. a little head in your pants. Am I right, <laughs> this guy? Yeah, man. <laughs> That's it. For sure. Just get a little. Uh, Can you have me a fat tire, complex. please? I want to. I want to be on Eric's level of fat tire. I want to see what all the, the fucking hype the is about. You, yeah, now that I'm thinking, the more I think about it, the worse of an idea it was to put it over there. But I don't want to ask you to give me the whole box. Great job, assholes. You <laughs> <laughs> know, I was thinking it. <laughs> see, these aren't even twists off, dude. I literally got to get out like a piece of hardware just to enjoy it. She's the lighter. Hardware. Hardware. Fucking <laughs> most dude, Eli beer. Whitney invented the cotton gin. You have to open a beer and you're like, I have to get hardware <laughs> over here. I forgot how to do the lighter yeah, open. Okay, how do you do this again? In. Hold on. Just give me an instruction. Do you teach a man to fish, dude? Yeah, I'll be drinking fat tires the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm going to have some nice fried fat tires the rest of my days. Oh. Ooh. This is some exciting live stream yeah, television. Yeah, I know. This right is here. terrible. Come <laughs> see the likey-armed man <laughs> open the beer. <laughs> he was like, let me get my arms out before I do it. <laughs> yeah, I need to get like in the the line of sight for the webcam to cut off so that my arm looks even <laughs> grosser. Yeah. Like it's like a janky ass like weird triangle like two inches up above my arm. If there's one thing I won't be, it's janky. <laughs> I won't. I won't. This is good. I bet you it's much better when it's cold. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I heard recently that uh, beer to get all of its the hints and flavors of the taste in the, the beer, fuck you is drink beer it for warm. Hints? Who fuck is drinking beer for hints? Apparently, British people they like that, drinking beer warm. That's dumb. That's what I hear. That's maybe crazy. we're just dumb. Maybe Americans no. or maybe once they again haven't invented. <laughs> I would see how maybe there's certain yet. kinds of beer that would do better warmer. See, I'm on your side. I think that all beer should be drunk. Drank? Is it drank? All beer should be drank or drunk? It's, it's drunken, <laughs> and you have to roll the R like that. Got like the fucking two dots. All beers oh, should be world. drunken in <laughs> such a manner. I feel like they should all be. They be. They should all be consumed. Consumed <laughs> coldly. Coldly. <laughs> we the got ad- all the way to that, and then you threw coldly in there. It's an real adverb. confident. It's an adverb. Cold. It's coldly. He coldly. In the matter of a cold nature, <laughs> like my heart. I don't know. This is from all beer should be drank cold. Is what drunk. you're saying. Should be drink. drunk. I think it's drank, dude. You shouldn't podcast if you don't know words. I'm just going <laughs> to come out and say it. I think That's this true. is a time for everyone to learn, dude. Can you find out what the past so progressive? I'm checking to see if uh, we have sound on this. No, we definitely have sound. Nice, dude. Yeah, we're getting thrown through so many loops. But we're going we're gonna to make it that. through. I'm DJ Khaled style. I don't, I don't shy away from shit. Some things, some things I will shy away from. My voice sounds so cool coming through the mic. <laughs> Don't you guys agree? I really, I really just enjoy her. I'm not going to disagree. Talk. I'm not going to be the one guy in the room that's like, nah, man, I'm not into that. <laughs> Voices aren't that great. Voices, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I feel like just, I get lost in a podcast sometimes doing it because I just want to listen to it. It sounds so cool. I can't stop talking or else nothing's going to be there yeah. to listen to. But then we have, these, we have this dope setup with the headphone amp, so... 
my headphones are just blaring my own voice in my ears. And it I feel sweet. like I feel like I'm like listening to a podcast. This is the sleep. most in the moment podcast because yeah. we're talking about podcasting. Yeah, it's very self-aware. It. We're yeah. very self-aware podcast. Mm, yeah. I wouldn't go that far. For <laughs> 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 AI, just realizing that this podcast <laughs> is obsolete. And uh, <laughs> uh, who do you guys have next uh, month on Shit Show? Next month. Jamel Johnson. Jamel Johnson. Dope guy. Dope guy. Dopest of guys. Dopest of guys. We, uh, me and him always jam out on the, the arcade at the crown. Yes. We always play fucking, uh, Dreamcast. Nice. Is Shit Show your podcast? Shit Show is the monthly showcase show up at Auto Bar every, the second Saturday of every month. Mm -hmm. And it's free. Oh, really? Is it the same kind of like improv style or is it more, what is it? No, it's sh- straight stand-up. Oh, really? Straight stand-up Have showcase. Have you done that before? Um, yeah, I did it like last year. I know, you gotta come back. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. You said yeah. it's up at the Auto Bar? Auto Bar, North yeah. Howard Street. Second, second Friday. Saturday. The second Saturday of every month. The second, second Saturday, Saturday shit show. Yeah, it's a dope show. It's uh, Thank you. Yeah, so last time I did it, you weren't doing it because you were up in new york yes how was that how was d- up in new york I, I know you said you didn't really like it but i didn't like it what was but what was your favorite part about my favorite it? part was getting to discover last podcast on the left and then getting on the train and going to like hang out where it's recorded and then seeing a live show and then getting to hang out with them like it was so cool to get into something and then be like Okay, I'm going to get on the train and go hang out with the dudes that make yeah, that now. That's so cool. That why was really you, fun. Why were you up in New York? Uh, my boyfriend and I at the time moved up there so that he could pursue comedy more seriously. And okay. I also was doing comedy at the time. Uh, I mean, I am still, but uh, I'm not really pursuing it in any competitive sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I do a job where I can pretty much do it from anywhere. So I just moved but you didn't, my life up there. You didn't. <laughs> You you didn't like it up there. You didn't like it in New York. I didn't. Saying? It wasn't for me. Like it was very stressful. Yeah, I was it's very expensive. It's very expensive, mm-hmm. and I was paying for my business at the same time, which was also very expensive. So it was just not manageable. It was not manageable. I didn't yeah. like it. I'm I'm a country girl. New York is great to visit. It's great to visit and immerse yourself in it and hang out and eat the sandwiches. Go have breakfast in Long Island. It's fucking incredible. Like their pastries. Oh my god. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. However, to live there. As a person who pays money to live in a city where you have to make like twenty three dollars an hour just to get by is absurd. Like yeah. it's ab- just just absurd to me. I think if you're following your dream and you're going through that struggle to achieve a dream, fucking do that shit. That's what it's all about. But for me, it did not work. It, yeah. For me, it was not something that I liked. Jeez, man. Yeah, you gotta try. It's yeah. very yeah. fast paced. You, go, you gotta know. try. Do you ever see yourself moving out of Baltimore or the Baltimore area? Were you originally from here, I guess? Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm originally from Baltimore. I live in Baltimore County. Where did you grow up? Baltimore County. Arbutus. 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 Good old old Arbutus. Did you go to to Catonsville High School? (laughs) No, I went to Lansdowne High School. Damn, I've never met somebody from Lansdowne High School. Because they mostly don't survive. What, what (laughs) in the butt? Hey. (laughs) Wow, this is is crazy. You guys are the, the Lancers? The Vikings. The Vikings. We plunder and we pillage. I went for the L. Yeah. I went for the L. <laughs> I was like, 
the Lancers, <laughs> ye who lance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of Linganore. We should Linganore. Yeah, is that, that like a country girl's little like middle name or something? <laughs> Linganore. Darlene Linganore Bates. It's just a. She can't <laughs> spell, but she is a sweetheart. It was uh, Leonore, but it just <laughs> yeah. transformed into <laughs> yeah, over time. Over time, they just changed the spelling. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're current, so you're currently still living out in the Lansdowne area. I live in the Baltimore County Arbutus area. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a good place. That's it's like where UMBC is place. almost. Yeah, right around the bend from mm-hmm. there. Mahedi yeah. lives out there, dude. Yeah, our uh, our Bangladeshi friend lives out there. Yeah, he if wants you to see UMBC. Any, some Bangladeshi dude running around partying, it's probably him. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what's up, bro? I heard about you. <laughs> I know what you're about, kind of. Yeah. But uh, you grew up down there in uh, in a funeral home, right? I did. I grew up in a funeral home. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shocker, How right? Sh- hey. How, why? <laughs> <laughs> that is the absolute appropriate response to that. Faked like I was a dead body. They brought yeah. me in. My dad Escaped. had a job and, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, my family has owned the funeral home for over like 80 years. And uh, we have two locations. And the one location has an apartment upstairs. And when my parents separated, we were like, well, let's just live up there and we did that until my dad got remarried and moved literally down the street and then we all moved there and what's this funeral home called ambrose funeral home that's why i feel like i've heard your last name before yeah i was thinking like ambrosia like the Mm. flower it's also a melon and it's Mm -hmm. delicious is it definitely a flower though because i just might be off it might be the i know it's a melon it might be the flower that's on on the melon comes on the vine the funeral home what kind of hijinks do you get in at a funeral home? <laughs> 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 kind of kinky hijinks? I, like that's creepy. I just feel like that, that wasn't, doesn't that kind of, isn't that kind of crazy? I mean, yeah, it's bit? not psychologically a great situation to be in <laughs> as a child. Like, but I mean, it, it, it can always be worse. And I don't know, it's in our family. It's just there. It's just mm-hmm. like a part of how we function how as like a unit. start that business. Like, I, well, my great grandfather was given it. It was given to him by a man who, quote, had too many businesses. <laughs> he was like, I'm sick all I'm this shit. I'm a businessman. I own all these businesses. You think he was like, pick a card, any card. Yeah, pick a card. <laughs> Ooh, you got the funeral. Ooh, sorry, <laughs> Jack. You had a big jeopardy At the yeah. state fair, he was like, businesses, businesses. <laughs> I got the funeral. <laughs> 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 oh, you went over one dollar. You get the funeral home. <laughs> Don't worry, you can still live there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Oh man. Do you still did did you have any like creepy like old time shit still in there? Like did fucking you, like, ghost find, hunter like, shit, dude. I mean, other, what's creepier like, uh, than dead bodies though? What are I you looking know. for they right there now? Overnight? Do you guys have a dead body? Yeah, and we charge them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't no. tell if you're joking. No. <laughs> yeah, we have a freezer. We have an embalming room. We have a viewing area. We have an area oh, where you can identify home, the I body. thought they like bring the body from somewhere else in the hearse to the funeral home. Well, we, no, home? so we like make the removal and then bring the body there and then handle it how it needs to be handled and then prepare it for however the family is going to whatever service they're going to do or not do. Wow. We kind of help. We we help. You know what I mean? We're like, hey, 
you got a dead body on your hands. That's that's a tough situation that to be is in. Tough. Let me we, let me help we you. Got you. We got we'll you. Clean them up. Yeah, that should be our slogan. Give us some clothes. We we'll got put you. Them on for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put them on for you. It's like a terrible version of we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't. Though. Ambrose funeral. <laughs> we won't. Doesn't matter. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing about it is that what I learned growing up is that uh, body dead bodies can't hurt you. It's the living who can hurt you. And the living is who we serve. We serve the living. We're helping people get over a difficult time in their life. Loss is a psychological, emotional process. You know, losing someone in your life is like you, have, you literally have to get used to a life without that person in it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. loss and it hits everybody at a funeral. You're very like, oh, shit, I'm going to die one day. Like it, it hits you, you know. So we serve people in that way. We help them walk over that difficult bridge and we try to be nice about it. You know, yeah, I'm a people person. I'm a helper. That's what I do in life, even to my own detriment. I was just at a funeral like last weekend. And oh, that was the first sorry. thought that went through my head was, geez, man, these guys like. I wouldn't even know what to do if somebody close to me died. Like, I really wouldn't even know what to do. Yeah, like, you kind of shut call? down. Who's, like, what do I do? Like, yeah. Do I call up, like, the police? Yo, where's the nearest funeral? I don't even know what to do. Yeah. I mean, it's a difficult It's a difficult process. It's also, there's also shock involved, right? It's like, like, I got into a car accident recently, and it was just like, okay, what do we do? Like, what do I do? You know, call your fucking dad. You just call your dad. You're like, dad? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me what to do now. <laughs> He's like, all right, tow trucks come in. I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's a whole fucking process. This lady was like, uh, and then, you you know, you get your tag and title. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to do that. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Does anybody know what we're fucking doing? Yeah. I don't. I don't fucking <laughs> yeah. know. I've only been in, like, one accident before, and it was, like, nothing big. But, like, That's at the good. same time, like, I, I just froze. I was like, what do I do? So I called like my it's mom. Such like a, like, it's such yeah. like what? It, like, should uh, I like what should I do? And she's like, yeah, just run. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, Obviously, t- get the tag <laughs> title, get his insurance number, take pictures, whatever. I'm like, oh shit! It like right. tosses you into like a new reality. You're like, oh shit, this can happen to me. I had no clue. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, like you're the guy who got in the accident. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Am I really that guy in the middle of the road? <laughs> right. That's crazy. I don't even know how to handle this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking asshole blocking traffic in the That's morning. That's my biggest <laughs> concern is if I'm blocking traffic, I'm like everybody's looking at you, just like fuck. There was somebody like in the street with their car broken down. She didn't know what to do. Yeah, and everybody's just driving past, like get the fuck out. Of the and road. like sitting here on this couch, I can have total sympathy for her. I'm like, oh, what a fucking day, right? Yeah. But if I'm the car anywhere near her, I'm like, get the fuck out of the way, asshole. Were you <laughs> dropped on your head as a fucking baby? I think like the worst thing was, I thought she was broken down at first, and I was like, oh, well, I'm just not gonna. I still didn't help her. Like I just kind of oh, drew. trust no one. But the thing is, is because. The only reason I didn't help her was because I realized she was just trying to make a, a right like lane switch. That's all she mean? was doing. She was stopped in the middle of the road. Get the fuck out of here. stopped in the middle of the road. Holy shit. Completely. T- cars moving around her and she was trying to get over. And she was just going to stay there in that spot. I know I'm not trying to Whoa. be aggressive, but I feel like sometimes you should be allowed to stab people. I couldn't believe I felt bad for her. There's like, there's no, like, this sucks. But like I'm not gonna. Uh, what if you walked up with like a what am I gonna do? A medium-sized knife, <laughs> and she was like, she was just like, no, I know. <laughs> just me. kill me. I'm She's the like, worst. I've been waiting for you. Just kill me. I don't. Here's what I don't understand. Why do people who are merging onto the highway think that you should slow down or move for them? I don't even know the rule for that. Yeah. You okay? If you're coming onto the highway, you are always right up facing a yield sign. 
You are merging into oncoming traffic. Oncoming traffic always has the right of way. You need to get up to the speed that they are going. You need to find a pocket you fit in. Until you find that pocket, you cannot get on the highway. And people just fucking come in, just coming in. Yeah. And you either have to merge or but slow like, down or know. speed up or go around them. Like, I'm I'm already doing my shit. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like they should give you more distance when you're coming on the highway. Yes, I agree. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm going the speed. I'm fine in my pocket. <laughs> no. And I'm also about to crash into a wall. Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, tough, man. it sucks when like traffic is fucked up because of the way roads are built. Like if you've ever come to a situation where you're like, this turn should not have immediately gone into a stop sign. Like I should have had more warning. It's like it sucks that like roads were like built and like constructed so long ago, yeah. and they like they can't be changed really just because so much shit has been built around <laughs> them. Yeah. yeah, like so we're just stuck with like the inefficient roads <laughs> from like 1920. <laughs> I was talking like, to somebody about that. They said some dumb shit. And you know, you can't just call people out when they say dumb shit. You have to kind of like soothe and ease them into thinking in your way uh-huh. of being like, okay, but you're, you're an idiot. Like <laughs> somebody I was talking to was like, why are there, why is that church so close to this busy road? That's dumb. And I was like, because the church was there before the road was there. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I forgot <laughs> that roads like can be built later. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Still, dude, that yeah. church should back the fuck up. Uh, yeah, man. dude. Uh, rude. It's too close. Rude of that church. You're too close, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. Like, all, like, cities are already built, like, can't, like, make alleys bigger. Right. Like, you know, it sucks. Even when you make them, in, like, Baltimore City, all the streets are, like, one way because of that. Because, I mean,. Right, like every other street. Time, but also, but like, there are like two-way streets in the city, but there they should be one-way streets. Um, yeah, like, definitely, it's dude. So shitty. Definitely, it sucks. You don't or, really have those problems out on the West Coast cities as much. Or like a lane just ends because someone decided to park. Yeah. Yep. Like, and and there's like, nothing you can do about it. I'm like, I can't believe people park here. <laughs> right. It's crazy. When right. I go downtown, I'm like, damn. I'm almost amazed that they allow this. But what are you gonna do? People gotta park. They should have thought of parking lots. You gotta a lot eat. Sooner. You gotta park. Damn, dude. Fucking driving. You know when you're driving somewhere, like let's say you're going to a concert at a major venue, mm-hmm. and you get there, and you're like, awesome, and the second that happens, now your car is a burden because you have to park it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're like, it got me all the way here. I fucking love That's this why thing. That's now such it's a, a, pr- it's a burden. is such a dope yeah. concept. Valet parking. Just pull up, and they're like, dude... I know you don't even give a shit about this car right now. Just right. give it to yeah. me. And I'm like, dude, here are the keys, man. Yeah. Here's 10 bucks in the keys. Do what you got to do. It's a great feeling. That's how you feel about your kids five minutes before you're about to drop them off at the babysitters, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're fed. You're clean. I don't give a fuck. That's your problem now. I'm out. <laughs> Birth coach, child raising coach. Right here in the studio. <laughs> Not going to give a fuck about nobody's kids. <laughs> Dude, Silver Spring is the best concert area to go to. Just because, yeah. like, Silver Spring is, like, kind of a dope, like, modern city. Mm. They got fucking free parking lots everywhere. They have yeah. free parking lots down they there? Got free parking That's lots another thing. Everywhere. Like, living in New York, like, every time I parked, it was a battle. Oh, yeah. I hit bumpers. Bumpers hit me. It doesn't fucking matter. And then when I moved back here, I was like, this is the seat of luxury. <laughs> like, people do not. And then you'll see people with shitty looks on their faces, Maryland fucking drivers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I wanted that spot. Or like, you pulled out too soon. Like, do you know what you have? 
you have trees <laughs> next to a four lane street that's only one fucking way you could park three cars next to each other and you'd still fit in that bitch are you kidding me <laughs> fuck out of here is silver spring like the is silver silver spring that's around like dc like suburbs of dc yeah kind of was that like the towson to baltimore's uh silver spring it's like uh it's the towson to university of maryland as towson is to towson i guess that made no sense dude as Towson, Towson is to Towson, Towson University, Silver Spring University. No, oh, dude, I thought I thought University College of Maryland is right. I thought that was in College Park. Yeah, but it's right Silver next Spring, to Silver is Spring. it? It's like right next to it. Is it? Yeah, this is a uh, Maryland map talk. <laughs> live I even drew that fucking map through. So I still have no fucking clue where Silver Spring yeah. is. I always hear about it. He Who? does adult activities. He drew a map for memory <laughs> and then put in all the districts. That's <laughs> definitely not an adult activity, dude. How is that that's adult? That's so adult. You think that's mature? Yes, that because... I spent my day doing that? Yes, because <laughs> districts is something that matters to adults. I didn't do it for districts. I just district wanted to know zoning. the names of all the counties. So you're going to sit here and say, I was hanging out, me and district zoning were hanging out, and that's not some grown-up shit? I definitely do not think adults just sit around and draw maps. I don't think that's a normal adult thing. Dude, that's pretty that's grown like up. That's like an adult job to draw maps. Yeah, Nobody o- paid me to draw that fucking map. And that's that why it's free. grown up as shit, because you volunteered <laughs> for that grown up ass shit. You just decided to draw a map that's grown up as fuck. <laughs> it's grown up as fuck, bro. And I still don't know where any fucking thing is, dude, that's not grown up. <laughs> I drew it perfectly from memory. No, it's grown though. up. You're handicapped, but it's grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Chrono. I'm going back to fucking highlights. Fuck fat tire, man. I like fat tire, but yeah, watch out for a spill. No, you guys dude. aren't going to get sponsored ever. No, we're 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 kind of sponsored. Uh, In we a got way, a free flag. What? And, uh, we got this hat. Really? Got this free hat. This I don't think kooky hat. I don't think free shit is sponsoring. Yeah, it's just. We shout out uh, Miller High Life every episode. Shout <laughs> yeah. out our sponsor. Again, Miller voluntary. That's not uh, sponsorship. Shout no, out no, no. We got an agreement liquor. with them. We get uh, 18 packs for 1099. Is <laughs> 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 this liquor. thing we have worked out? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We've already taken a look at it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're working. Our on. lawyer looked over the contract. <laughs> like It all got settled. Yeah. Ten ninety nine for eighteen beers? How's that not like the deal of the century? It sounds like you're living the high life. Well, that's a good way of putting it. Of beers, so. <laughs> Whoa, dude! I read. Speaking of fucking Miller, I read that today. I was at World of Beer, and I was. Uh, you know, how, you ever been to World of Beer in town? I haven't. I want to though. I've All heard right. good things. Well, they basically have like an iPad on every table to carry their extended beer list. Oh. But it's like a full functioning iPad. Like you can literally go on your Facebook on it. Oh, it's like, shit. what the fuck? But anyway, I didn't do that. But I did. <laughs> <What> I'm <porno. laughs> this is a story about what I didn't do. <laughs> Looked up and I saw, I saw that. <laughs> Gonzo, what is Gonzo? <laughs> did you mean Hunter S. Thompson? Like, no. <laughs> no, I was looking for porn. <laughs> anyway, so there's this beer called the 21st Amendment. Okay. That's the brewery. And I was like, 
that must be like the anti-prohibition me- amendment. That must be it, right? It's got to be. And so I'm look. I'm Googling at this point. I've broken out the phone. I'm figuring this out. You right have there. the iPad right there, though. Yeah, but I just <laughs> used my phone. I didn't, I didn't feel He said, whoa, Google. this is serious. <laughs> and he got his phone out. <laughs> I don't know, dude. So I got my phone out. I was like, okay, Google. And it was like, Bring! and I was like, all right, hit me. Turns out that it was. I was like, okay, sweet. So I'm reading more about prohibition, right? Read more about it, and apparently one of the lines used to like go against prohibition by like the lobbyists and stuff like that was they were saying we have enemies in our own country because this is during like World War One, mm. and the Germans are like our enemies, mm. right? And so their lines were like we have enemies in our own country right now, and they called out like Schlitz, Miller, like all these <laughs> German breweries, and we're like they are oh. like they're against us in the war or some shit like that. <laughs> It's crazy. It's pretty serious. And they're sending free beer to those Germans over there <laughs> fighting us. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Maryland, I, I read further and I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Like Miller was like called out during World War One. That's dope. And I read more. And then apparently Maryland was like the place that people went to drink because Maryland never actually enforced <laughs> the law. We like stood up against it. We were like, fuck that. Nice. We're not going to f- enforce that. And like everybody would go to Maryland. Maryland has always loved money. Dude, Maryland's Maryland's just real. I feel like that's the thing. We're just like, no, dude, that's a stupid ass law, and we love Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't even hating though, for real. Like, we love that shit. And Germans make great stuff. <laughs> oh, spill. Caught it though. Mm-hmm. Champagne and beers. You're gonna catch. Germans some do make good stuff. Everything they make is. They good. also kill good stuff, like people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They they make like there's no like good like I mean like when you think of like cars when you think of like beer and stuff like that like it's gotta be German slap chat it's gotta be German, German I can attest to that I want to drive like a fucking I can only think of what what are the Volvo is that German I think Volvo's German uh, I can I can say that the Volkswagen the Jetta is a fucking just beautiful machine it's it just is. a really well functioning machine the Volvo was the one that had the the windshield wipers on the headlights. Am I recalling that correctly? That's fucking genius. I think you are recalling that correctly. Well, I don't feel like that's like. What, did that do anything? <sighs> no, but it's so genius. Like, yeah, it's so smart. Your headlights get like fucked up anyway. They get like grimy and grimy. foggy anyway. Yeah, they get all fogged up. I feel like that's like, but like no new cor- no new cars have it. So like maybe they maybe it wasn't that. Oh, dope. we just changed weather. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, in modern times warming. now where it's different. <laughs> we don't even need that shit anymore. <laughs> We solved that problem. I don't know. I always thought it was a kooky fucking thing to put on a car. Like, really? First of it's all. A little, it's a little, like, luxurious. It's a little, like, over... It just looks tacky to me. Like, you just use your windshield wiper and then I your little these. ass windshield no, wiper's I gone. Do you think when the guy gets out of his car, he's got some on his glasses, too? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I seriously, I need this. <laughs> like... <laughs> He's just windshield wipers out of a propeller hat. (laughs) (laughs) Wiping his glasses. Uh, It's wind powered. It works for the environment. Dude, you're spilling mad over there. Like you can't even handle beverages. I literally haven't spilled anything yet though. That's the thing. You spilled it all in your last week I poured an entire beer on the floor. (laughs) It was still in my hand too. Oh my god. Because I tried to fix something and I forgot it. So I just like leaned over. It was this I haven't spilled anything yet. You also haven't drank much of it either. That's because every time I try to drink it, it comes out. (laughs) 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 We're really having a hard time figuring out this bottle. I don't know how to approach it. (laughs) I think I'm going to get the foam off the top. Yeah, do it in the mic more. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was perfect. You can hear the cicadas even. I feel like the cicadas are almost done, dude. I hope so. They live for like five weeks and then they all is die. Is this the 10-year brood or is this like the 17-year brood? This is the 17-year. No way. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, why? Do you remember in middle school? We uh, were... And they come out and they're like yeah. horrible but that and was, everywhere. But that's like the, that's like the. I thought that was a seventeen year. Brood. That's what I think it is. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm out. I'm yeah. leaving. I thought it was kind of dope. It was kind of. It was just like a weird time. Bye. Like, to think that there was just one mm-hmm. summer where it was just like horrible. All these horrible. cicadas ever. Like you couldn't look anywhere without seeing these cicadas. Just like all the shells everywhere. Yeah, the shells were just so. Kind of, uh, yeah. So I don't know if. This is like supposedly a year, like one of the years. I don't know if it's seven, whatever. They have like three different broods that like cycle. I'm and thinking um, of the fucking blue ones, dude. You know what I'm talking about? The fucking the ones that were out, they were like dark blue. They were actually kind of cool looking. They had the big red eyes, yeah. dark blue. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Those ones do not Those fuck around, crazy. dude. I hate them. And it's definitely been 17 years. So by my count, I'll be 29 maybe. Yeah. I was 12 when they came out. That would be mm. cool. I remember because I was watching Gonzo porn at the time. <laughs> 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 I was neck deep into some milf finger banging stuff. And, uh, you know, then my mom told me I had to go to church. And, I, and so I got in the minivan and I went to church with my got mom. Got off the family computer. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. God, man. That was before incognito. You literally had to, like, manually clear your search history afterwards. It was ridiculous. Yeah, dude. The difference was I knew how to and my dad didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you can't say shit to me, dude. Like, I know you beat off. You just so when he I watches his like junior varsity coach gets caught getting his dick sucked by a cheerleader porn, you're like clearing out like satanic ritualistic, <laughs> no, like blood how, spurting fucking. That's how he found gonzo porn. He yeah. was like, what's this? Dad. My dad does this. Dang, I dad. <laughs> I want to be just like him. <laughs> gonzo. I never told you this, dad, but. <laughs> I'm a gonzo guy too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I definitely, I really do feel as if the next thing I'm going to do is go back and watch some of that and just try to figure out what it meant. Because, like, I'm assuming it was, like, a journalistic type thing. I feel like you don't have to watch it. You should probably just Google it. Well, I feel like the first thing that's going to come up is a gonzo porn video. Or Hunter S. Thompson. It will be harder to find an analysis of gonzo porn than to find a video of it. That Yeah, well, yeah. So I think I'm just going to watch a couple. <laughs> really yeah, break no, it down. Take no some notes. Ready, yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure it out. <laughs> really draw. Get this thing down to the molecular level. <laughs> what? Break it down. Put but it in a saucepan <laughs> with some butter. Just break it down. <laughs> but what does the director want me to think? <laughs> <laughs> who is Gonzo? <laughs> <laughs> So does Tom? Does Tommy? Um, does Tommy do the shows with you? Yes. Nice. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. <laughs> do you mess him? No, that was a you great <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all I wanted to know out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and he I does, so about. that's pretty cool. That's sweet. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> he made all the costumes for the superhero one, and they are amazing. Yeah, because he does like all that leather work and cat design. What's the yeah. basis design, of the yeah. superhero one? Uh, Super Duper Man is being inducted into the Heroes Hall of Fame, and somebody dies. Are they all? So is everybody playing like a made-up superhero? Yes, kind of? I played Miss Manipulator. She has the power to change anyone's mind, and she always gets the last word. 
just like that. Pretty good stuff. What's uh, what's Tommy's superhero? Uh, t- your boyfriend? Your <laughs> your bae? Uh, Tommy was the heckler. He was a villain who turned into a superhero. He saw the error of his ways. Nice. That's a deep. That's a deep character. That's a yeah, it's pretty cool. He has like a mask. It's like a skull, like the bottom half of a skull, and, and Tom- like piping around. Did it you make shit. your costume? What's your costume? Well, Tom- My Tommy costume is pretty great. Yeah, Tommy made all of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's yours? Mine was like a leather, like a thick leather, like I don't know what you'd call it, like a not like a bustier, but like a like it went around my torso and then had straps that came up from the back around the top of my shoulders and then strapped down into the front part, the torso part. It was pretty hot. Yeah, and it's like I a steam, strapped steampunk bathing tub. Yes, do that, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that fits the moniker though? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, I I kind of wanted to turn her even more into like a dominatrixy thing, and I was I wanted to get um this little leather uh, cat of nine tails. You know what so are you aggressive with your character, or are you more like um I'm kind of cool about it. I'm aggressive, but I'm cool about it. So like a lot of eye rolling and like oh, men are stupid. Like I'm just so. Gonna, See, I know, I like, like that's not like a very Tommy and Joe and like Rob, they write the scripts, right? Yeah. Like, do you when they're like writing a character for you, are you like kind of giving them? So they tell us what or? they will present us with the script, and it's pretty simple. Like there's always a format, right? Like you have to create a reason why a lot of people would want one person dead, yeah. and then how do you kill that person? How like set it up, and then so once you figure out like the math equation of how it's all going to go down then you fill in pockets of where like the funny goes so like this person can come up and say this and then we all just do our own thing we all just ad lib or add things to it or whatever so you basically kind of have like a place that you want to get to with the story but you can kind of freelance it to a degree on yeah 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 yeah. there's an overall goal that we're all trying to achieve and that we all have to come back to so there's kind of that safety in being able to ad lib is that like well no matter what we it's not like with improv where it's like where's it gonna go we already know where it's gonna go so as long as it comes back to that then you can do whatever you want that's a pretty cool concept i don't know it brings it more into like the regular theater domain i would say i agree it's definitely my dad came to a show and he had a such a good time and he actually came to one of the best shows of that weekend when we were at magoobies awesome and um he afterwards he was like you know you've told the family like you've told people about like the murder mystery show but no one knows what it is he was like there so one of the guys that we had play a character was this older gentleman this probably the oldest guy in the audience legitimately Mm -hmm. and somebody one of the, the detective was like where is the makeup artist for this fake tv show we were doing or whatever he's like where's the makeup artist and this old guy stands up and the whole audience just like a like just fell apart. <laughs> we didn't have to say anything. It was just how it happened was enough to be funny. And my dad made the point of being like just that like you literally have to be there. You have mm-hmm. to be in the room when it's happening in order to experience it. It's definitely an experience. Yeah. So like I didn't that that had a lot of gravity for me because we're trying to market it. We're trying to explain to people what it is. And I think that's the best way to explain it. You just have to be there. Yeah. You have to come to one of these shows. Like, it's fun. Yeah, those those shows are, like, it's 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 hard. Like, because you can kind of put comedy on TV, you know? Right. But, like, something like that, like, even, 
like seeing a comedy on TV, TV and seeing it in an actual club, there's mm-hmm. such like a difference. Yeah. So I can't even imagine how much more of a difference that is when all the audience stuff is like such a key part of the show. Too. When you put it that way, that makes a good point because if we did take it to TV, think of what we would lose with the audience who's watching it on TV. You're not in the room with us when it's happening. Yeah. And like, yeah, it'd be tough to capture. Yeah. 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 I don't think it would be a bad idea though to like aspire to that point. Sure. But you might, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that goes for any live like show is that there's a certain element of being there. Yeah. Or, and or more so in some shows than others for sure. But, but even with your format though, you could, I don't know. I could, I could see it as a lot like a TV show for mm-hmm. sure. It would, it would just be maybe it would be like capturing like, fuck like lightning in a bottle you would just do a string of shows and right. like get the best one like that one you're talking about with the old guy and yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. just play that the way you're yeah. talking it's hard to it's hard to like sell those things but the way you're talking about it, it it you guys obviously have a very like definitive concept of what you're about which is cool like just the way yeah. you talked about it was just like you you know what you're doing I think that's. I think that if you if you found some way to like, I guess instill that in the person, like in in a promotional sense, like it's hard to sell something to somebody because when I feel like when you tell most people about like a live thing that's going on, they're imagining. I think most people just think of like an open mic type situation. If you're like, yo, just come to me this comedy thing well, at the room, most people just this think this is this is more of a like established thing. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I think that what's fun about it is the same thing that makes it difficult. It's hard to explain. So it's like. With anything you market, you're going to have two opposite problems. One, there's already so many people doing what you do that it's going to fall apart. You know, no one gives a shit. It's watered down. Or two, no one is doing whatever the fuck you're doing, and there's not even a market for it. Yeah. So when it's hard to sell something when people are like, I literally don't even know what that is. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Because so when you say murder mystery, people always have asked me, like, so so you're on the train? And I'm like, yeah, I like literally did not mention or... a train once. You, like, projected that into it, you know? Like, it's new. It's different. What we're doing is, like... Is there, a, is there like, a big improv scene in Baltimore at all, do you think? Or is are you guys... There like the is an improv scene. I don't know how big it is. I know there's a lot of people involved. Um, I don't really know a lot about the improv I mean, like, I, I mean, is there is there a big, like, basically, I guess, because I don't consider what you guys do improv, at least the way you described it. Yeah. But, like, doing what you guys are doing specifically, is there anyone else that's doing anything like that? Because I haven't no. really heard of them. No, and the reason I can say that confidently is because even if people are doing a murder mystery show, we're, uh, Tommy put it really well, mm-hmm. which you'll like to hear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, what makes this interesting is that we're not, actors who are being comedic were comedians who are acting for us it always goes back to funny even if we put on a bad show even if our costumes fall apart even if the set doesn't work even if the plot doesn't work it's still going to be funny Mm -hmm. so like no one's really has that spin on it where you're taking people who aren't necessarily improvers right because it's not really improv Mm -hmm. and you're not we're not actors we're this weird in between thing. So like we're very comfortable, especially with Schlegel, like walking up to people in the audience and just talking to them and having a back and forth and then going back and continuing your show and then making each other laugh in the meanwhile. And things are moving, things are changing. Like it's a very interesting combination of elements, you know? Yeah. That's gotta be, there's probably so many moving parts for that. There is. But then again, it always, again, it always comes back to the center. So it's like Mm. simple, you know, there's so much you can do. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, this is the goal. Yeah. 
Didn't um, Eric Woodworth's also a part of that? Yes. Didn't he like destroy like a table at like the DC Improv or something? Oh man, <laughs> I don't. I don't know of a time when he like destroyed a table, but he has definitely taken some hard falls. He has, <laughs> man, he puts himself in physical danger for these shows, and it is worth it. It is so great every time, every time. He's always like a little more than half naked and almost hurting himself or others. <laughs> Come to the shows, you guys. I, I, yeah, it's <laughs> It sounds. I just like the fact that it develops towards something. I like. I like that element because I, I mean that's why I was asking. I was like because I haven't really heard of anybody who's who's doing something that like it leads to something. Like it's kind of like just the way because you, you got to think like the guys who are writing that like they have you know it's cool that they're making a story for. It. It's kind of very similar to the Laugh Finder podcast that they do. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like I that think, idea. I think what I like is that it's as much as. I can talk about how great the cast is and how we do it and put it together and the shows are great. It's very audience centered. It's very like, okay, so we pass out papers and at the top of the paper, you fill out your team name or your table's name and people come up with the raunchiest, <laughs> dirtiest, stupidest shit. And it's so much fun. We gather all of them. Uh, we walk around and ask you like, at one point in the show, we have like a break and we go around and go like, well, who do you think did it? Like we're in costume still, you know, people joke with us. They always, they're always like, it's you. I'm like, oh, I didn't, what did I do? You know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then we collect their papers and then at the end of the show we read off the names and we vote on who's is best we give away free tickets like it's i i i like i i'm never comfortable at a comedy show where we go to a restaurant and we or a bar and we go stop what you're all doing now pay the fuck attention turn your phones off like i don't like that i like when it's like predetermined they came for a show yeah you know and i think it's the same with this is it's so audience centered that i know people are having fun and like to get people to come out of their house when they don't have to is asking a lot nowadays like i have hulu and netflix on my couch mm-hmm. like, yeah. i don't and video games <laughs> right and dvds like i'm set amazon I fucking dildos like yeah. where, where, where are you going 2016 you come know on. yeah so the fact that people come out i i love that people have a good time same with the shit show i want mm. people to have fun i want the comics to have fun that's very important to me i want the audience to have fun that's what it's about that's what comedy is about you know it's just everybody having fun cutting loose fuck work you know Dude, work sucks. Work sucks. Work is the worst. I like to work. Mm. I don't like having to work. Yeah, that's the. It's a hard balance because like, there are, there will be times when I'm not working when I'm like you know on a day off and I'm like you sure. know what I have the yearning to work. I wish I had this when I had to. <laughs> I just pictured you in like a a jumper, like a jean jumper, and you <laughs> just have like a like wheat in your teeth, and you're like I have the yearning to work. <laughs> <laughs> a potato sack empty one (laughs) yeah because i didn't work that day (laughs) yeah (laughs) no work (laughs) had to eat some wheat bad day you know you know (laughs) just living arbutus i feel like if i was if i lived in arbutus that's i would wear a jean jacket attire you would fit in with most of the people there i left my jean jacket at home in arbutus where it feels safe (laughs) (laughs) too far out of our yeah i didn't yeah it's like we're going past catonsville (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i just have such a, a strange perception of that area because you're literally the first person i've met that went to lansdowne high school really so it's just like it's blowing my mind don't let me be a uh a reflection of uh you think you topped topped your class top what do you mean like do you think that you're a good 
interpretation of a Lansdowneian, or do you think you're like worse? I would say I'm not a good representation because I'm not what the norm of Lansdowne would be. Like, you know, which is probably just like a a teen. That's like pregnant and also dead. <laughs> Damn, I didn't see a I didn't pregnant know. teen who's also deceased <laughs> is probably the best representation. But isn't that <laughs> man? I'm hating right now. Make you a better representation of Lansdowne because you take that teen mm. right in, <laughs> <laughs> keep him cold, right? <laughs> put him in the fridge. We could never have a funeral home here, dude. Yeah, we'd be digging a hole in the ground, <laughs> pumping AC. Put into ice him. in. <laughs> Why don't you guys just get a fridge? Yeah, you, you can't put a, you can't fit a body in a mini fridge, dumbass. Meanwhile, we still have warm beer sitting out. <laughs> Why'd you guys build a funeral home in a garage? <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, why does it have to be this garage every time? <laughs> <laughs> this is a really nice garage. Like this is a house. Yeah, this is like somebody's cold, house. Right? Yeah. The other side is completely like unfinished, and yeah. but it has like the big green screen wall. It's pretty cool. That's where we put our our room where we make sexy tapes where bad <laughs> things happen, yeah. right? That's where we filmed a bunch of like old YouTube videos we did. <laughs> mm, skate yeah. skate stuff. No, like uh, like we used to do, like short films and shit like that with Scott. Yeah, skate stuff. Skate <laughs> yeah, <stuff. laughs> kind of. A lot of uh, a lot of like in, like uh, interrogation. I want to be a part of that. Um, yeah, it was they're cool. I like those videos. I wish we I wish we still kept doing them before he left. I know. Yeah, now it's gone. Rest he asked me to write a um he asked me to write a synopsis. He used the word synopsis. I was very surprised. To it's not a hard word. I know, but I just can't see Scott saying that. I don't know why. But he said it, so I was like, I'm listening. <laughs> and he says, "I need you to write a synopsis for uh, the the North Korea video." And how would you like me to write this soliloquy? That's pretty. <laughs> I didn't know what he meant. I was like, "What do you mean? Just like summarize it?" Like, I guess is that what a synopsis is? Yeah. Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just say summarize it? I mean, like twenty syllables shorter. Because a synopsis is like exactly what he wanted. Yeah. A summary is like you're having a conversation short style. Yeah, synopsis wouldn't spoil anything. A summary would probably spoil something. Boom. Boom. All right, so now I can start writing it. Now that (laughs) I fully understand (laughs) what he meant. did he ask you? Uh, Like a A couple months ago. (laughs) No, dude. It must have been like a week ago. Something like that. I feel like every time I read a synopsis on Netflix, it completely ruins whatever. Like, it doesn't make me want to watch it. It's a summary. You got to get this real synopsis. Oh, now there's two of them. Now there's multiple <laughs> synopsi. <laughs> I like when the uh, Netflix like fucks up the synopsis mm. of the show, and you're like on whatever, and it shows like the Narcos, so right, like, right, right, for like family. I don't guy think you guys would be, calling but it has like the synopsis. Friends picture. Yeah. I don't think you guys would be calling them synopses if I didn't just bring that. I think you guys would have been calling them summaries this whole time. No. Synopses. You're Dude, telling me we're in the biz. You're we know the words. That if we just started this conversation without that story, yeah. that you guys would be referring to the words under the title as a synopsis. I feel like we wouldn't have even had that conversation yeah, probably at not. all, let alone use the word. Well, fair enough. Thank you. Fair enough. But that was a good dodge Thanks. of a question as well. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'll hand you that. Dude, fair enough. That was a good word you used. <laughs> Let's get off that topic. <laughs> uh, um. You're talking about old people leaving ra- raunchy uh, comments and stuff. 
I always thought old people like were like not good audience members, mm. but I did a show. I did a couple shows in Ocean City in the summer, mm. and uh, it was in like the Princess Royal Hotel. Okay. So every night it was packed with all old people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, they made us do a fucking thing before the show. It was like a joke off. So, like, audience members would come on stage and do, like, street jokes or, like, knock-knock jokes or whatever. And the the best joke won a free T-shirt and a drink ticket. So, like, all the people who came there and did the jokes were, like, dirty as shit. That's awesome. They all did, like, racist-ass dirty jokes. Nice. And, like, right before you'd go on stage, the guy running the show would be like, all right, guys, just remember, be clean. <laughs> be clean. Make sure you be clean. <laughs> These guys can't handle it. And then, like, you They're go, up there, like, so I pulled my dick out. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, and I said, hey, give him a foot long in jail. I bet he'd right. like it. Jared Fogel, come on, guys. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and they cheered. God, how they cheered. <laughs> <sighs> who's uh, who's Jared Fogel? Jesus. The uh, somebody this dude. Guy over here. That's his last name, Fogel? Fogel with a Fogel. G. That yeah. is a fat guy's last name. Dude. Nice. He ate Subway. He's skinny now. But yeah. Also, dude. he's in jail. He's probably gonna get fat again. Did dude. you hear? Did you hear what happened to Jared Fogle? I heard what happened to Jared Fogle, dude. <laughs> it's not what about what happened to him. <laughs> it's about what happened to his victims. Uh, okay. Good point. Good Thank point. You. But also, what happened to him? Uh, he's in jail. Yeah. For what is the question? For soliciting sexual activity with a minor as well as prostitution and they found child pornography on his hard drive Ooh, yeah Yo, dude you gotta watch the news more <laughs> just research just google will just tell you everything i f i like to follow the high profile uh child molestation cases i like mm -hmm. to make i'd like to see what happens because i don't know that they all get like I want to make sure they go to jail. So I like to follow them. And I, <laughs> I was following the Jared one loosely. And then I was also following the, um, the Duggars story as well. And the thing with Jared was that he went to a prostitute in New York who was like 15, 16. Like she was young. But he saw her like multiple times in a row. Like that was his like go-to. That's how he got caught. Actually, how he got caught was... Uh, one of the employees of Subway was texting him and knew that he had done inappropriate things with younger girls and he had somehow like mentioned it. Ooh. And in, in a, in a sense mistake. of like, uh, like, you know, how people joke about things and be like, well, I like them young, you know, stuff like that. Uh -huh. So she kind of figured out like what was going on and she was texting him and she was talking to the police at the same time. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she said like, the subway and was like, can I get you a foot long? He's like, no, I'll take a six. I like them. <laughs> I like them young. As long as that sub doesn't have pubic hair, because that's how I like it. <laughs> um, so yeah, she like, set him up basically conversation style. She was like, well, didn't you tell me that there's a girl that you like to see in New York? Da, da, da. Damn. Was, he admitted it. And he was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Wow. They told, got him. Told on his self. Was it really at a subway that they got him? No. That would be funny. It I'm would, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm imagining. If he was, so. like, eating a chicken teriyaki and, like, <laughs> they, were, they were like, sir, I'm going to need you to put that down. <laughs> it's a commercial. I know it is Monday, so that was $3.50 <laughs> for a six-inch That's a great deal, <laughs> but a, a bad deal. boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just think, you only lost three fifty. I don't know. Man, do <laughs> and here I thought they were going to arrest me for giving these subs away for so low. <laughs> <laughs> I also own this subway, but I work for the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very lucrative business. I never thought my two passions would coincide. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't know. I heard I heard about the whole thing, but I didn't like look that far into it. All I did was like I saw it was like a passing feed. I was like yeah. subway guy, child molester. I was like, hey. Well, I like sucks. to see what happens because I don't know that stuff's like it's entertaining. It's like it's oh like a, it's like a no, TV it's series not. in it's real horrible. life to, it, to to figure out what happens to these people. I mean, I'm figuring. I it. I mean, yeah, it's fascinating, but like why I'm obsessed is specifically because it's child molestation cases because okay. it's specifically like that guy should get the worst punishment and that's mm-hmm. what I hope happens. Mm-hmm. I'm going to well, follow it like through. That's what happens in prisons. Like they, they have their own, you know, like watchdog system and yes. they're like, Oh, Oh, well you'd... they separate them now in some prisons. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they he got really? separated. Yeah. So like the, profile. the like child molesters, uh, anybody who is known to like, be a rapist or stuff like that they mm-hmm. they or if you kill your child they yeah, separate you against women or children yes and if you well not women so much but um <laughs> well, it depends <laughs> yeah it yeah. does if you're a white guy and you hit your wife you might get killed but all right <laughs> it's like <laughs> fuck you but uh when you when you like okay so when you're trying to change like your how your like parole hearings go and you want to have look better for that you can uh, like rat out your gang if you have gang affiliation you can like tell them like anything you can tell them like how weapons are made or where they keep things or like the secret code systems or like the root systems for how they get drugs in or you can like point people out and be like that's that dude he does this da 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 how how you get hits to the outside like you can say anything and if it's true they're going to help you out but once you start ratting they have to put you in with the pedophiles in the protected so that's something you have to think about when you start being like well do i want to yeah, now people are going to think i'm a child i have to hang out with fucking pedophiles yeah. like that's who i am going to spend my time with is because i have to be in this protected state like yeah that shit's crazy. Decision have to make. Like, yeah, like how badly do you want to get less time? Jeez, I didn't know they divided them up. Honestly, for safety, because the pedophiles will be murdered. So they're like, yeah. well, let's. <laughs> Was that like a? I saw a recent news article um, talking about like ending of par- uh, private prisons was that a real thing or was that like a i hope so thing? i don't know i don't know i hope that's a real thing privatized prisons that's 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 a that's a loophole yeah that's definitely a loophole that is a real thing yeah because it it's a direct line between corporate money corporate procedure corporate like the way that they give rights to people and our judicial system and our judicial system is supposed to be fair and balanced and how can you have something fair and balanced that's running on 80% quota? Like, we have to make a quota. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. you can't... <laughs> I almost feel like like a, a good like way of understanding that on like a small picture level is just like towing companies. I feel like it's ridiculous that they're allowed to ride, ride around and like enforce like the law in a way. Like, I guess I can see that. I don't know. I, I got pulled over for, dri- for driving on a suspended license like mm. two years ago. And... 
obviously they, the cop wasn't going to let me drive back in my car again because I had a suspended license. So once he right. pulled me over, he said, you got to step out of your car. I was like, ah, shit. I got, I got a suspended license for not paying a traffic ticket, mind you. Oh, I wasn't like fucking, you know, balls to the wall and something. That's like but you so should have been. Your I license been. got suspended anyway. Yeah, you should have been living it up. <laughs> should have just drove it home. Yeah, I fucked yeah. up. I fucked up by getting out of the car. I got out of the car three blocks from my house. I no. Like, I was like, dude, dude, please just let me go home. Like, come on, man. And like my mom was at home. I was like, just let my mom drive it. Like literally, I'm right down the street. Like, please. Fuck. And so he was like, nah. He calls up Pollard's. He calls up Pollard's to come get the, the, the car, tows it back to Pollard's and was like, yeah, you owe Pollard's 300 bucks. Now. Yeah, but Jeez. see, you can refuse that. You can be like, no, I already have somebody coming. This is the I problem. I try to refuse it. This is the problem. There's people who um, have um, business cards with different makes of cars. So it'd be like Nissan, Honda, Toyota, whatever, Chevy. And they'll they'll listen on like police scanner radios for accidents and then they'll go... I've heard a guy talking about this who lives in LA. So they will go, they'll listen and be like accident on da da da. They'll pull up, they'll see that you have a Nissan Versa or whatever. They'll flip through their cards, find their Nissan and go up to you and be like, Hey, I'm with Nissan. Like I'm here to, uh, you know, tow your car. Mm-hmm. Turns out they're not. They're with yeah. some private company, and now you owe them three to six hundred dollars. That was Jeez. that was the whole point I was saying. Was yeah, like you're looking at like law enforcement. It's a scam, and a corporation being almost like kind of intertwined. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, definitely. That's what I was saying on. A, I understand that the 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 private prisons issue is like obviously it's humongous. I mean that's the most yeah. direct paradox in society I can think of. But I'm thinking on like a smaller scale. Like that exists everywhere. Yeah, like that literally exists everywhere. The county doesn't want to have to pay for all the funds of having that. Well, it's guaranteed like money. That. And they 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 literally give these these private entities. They have no interest in maintaining the law or anything. They're right. making money off of law enforcement. That's their whole business model. I guess you could say the same thing about healthcare, right? Like Absolutely. pharmaceutical companies are paying lobbyists to lobby against healthcare change. Mm-hmm. So you have this very direct connection I, I think that's how the relationships between most corporations like that are you have if you're like a successful corporation you almost have to have a certain tie to the government to make sure that things go in your favor oh 110 percent. and so i don't i'm not surprised that towing and private prisons and healthcare that we're talking about exists but i mean to think whether we're going to be able to root it out that easily is kind of like ah man that's like the entire foundation of this country how do you get rid of that yeah i'm well People don't want to change. They we're so comfortable with all our bullshit. We're in a very abusive relationship with our system, and we love it. <laughs> you know what I read today? My girlfriend got me this uh, book. It was the Information Please Almanac from 1948, and I was reading a couple of pages from. It. I found the Declaration of Independence, and it had this quote in it that I had seen before, and I never like realized that that's where it was from. And it said that people we acknowledge that people in general are more disposed to uh, like continue suffering as mm-hmm. long as they can deal with it than they are to like make a change to the things that are affecting their lives. Positive, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, okay, first of all, it's dope because you're thinking like 250 years ago, it was the same problem right. that exists now. Yeah. Great. It's, it's just <laughs> We're <laughs> never going to get over this. Exactly. It, it's the same <laughs> thing. I, I was reading this Declaration of Independence. I'm just imagining if the shit were written yesterday. Right. Like it's literally, it, it's it's crazy. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how... We expect to get it done so quickly, or even if it can be done in a lifetime. I would like to see it happen. I would like to see 
us get to a point when we can look back and say, yeah, that's the old times. Like we don't, we we're better now. I mean, we will look at look at the last fifty years, how things were. Look at the last seventy five years mm-hmm. or one hundred and fifty years. Like things do change for the better. Oh, th- I agree with that. I just I just wonder if it doesn't feel like it at the time. <laughs> I I don't know. I I. It, you're right. It doesn't feel. I good feel at the like time. the time that we get to live in, you shouldn't even have to. You shouldn't even be like looking forward to any more change. Like we are so fucking lucky. Like I'm not saying we shouldn't try to get change, but what I'm saying is like we're sitting here being like, I don't know if in my lifetime I'll yeah. ever get to see like. Do you know what you have now? Like I think you have to take a, a different approach to it because I I think one of the joys of life as as far as I've seen it so far is. If you're not striving to be better or to make your oh, situation you should always better, try to be then better. what are you doing? Yeah, like, you should you're always try. Living. You're just existing. So I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like I agree with you that like we should be thankful for what we have because it's so much better than what so many other people have right now. Hell yeah. And what everybody had like three generations ago. Like, should we're always great. be thankful. But like honestly, if I woke up every day and just was like, hey, fuck it, I'm great. Yeah. Right. It's I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely like a perspective thing. Like because. I just did this. Um, I was like paing on like a video shoot, and it was for like a like a school thing. So mm-hmm. we're talking to kids, and like most of the kids there were like born after nine eleven. So like we we're just like, do you guys like know what happened? They're like, yeah, there's like a bomb or something. That's I don't so know. crazy. So it's like that was like such a big thing for like I don't know us growing up, and um. So just them not knowing that, but also like, I think we, we started our lives in such like, kind of like an advanced social Mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. So now like, so now we expect shit to change like based on in our lifespan, how much shit has changed. Right, right, Mm -hmm. right. Even Mm -hmm. though like 50 years, a hundred years built up to it getting to this yeah at the same time i do think that like the advances in like technology and stuff like that would enable change to happen faster than it's happened in the past i'm not saying oh absolutely so i think think it's it's also it's like forcing change too and i think it's like i think we're we're starting to become when you think what's holding technology back i would yeah i would agree i would agree you think we're not groovy enough enough. to handle the possibilities when you think (laughs) we're not not advancing as fast as technology that's why we got to become i mean that's true because (laughs) that's true because look at what we choose to put our efforts into like we could like yeah think about it like in 2006 or 7 the iphone came out and before that, we had fucking flip phones and like LG chocolates and <laughs> like Motorola razors. And we're like, these are the best cell phones ever. <laughs> like in the Matrix, they just had a fucking sliding phone. Right. And we're like, yo, they're in a computer. What the <laughs> fuck? But now we have iPhones. And that's yeah. like, we had uh, iPhones been around for like nine, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And how dope has it become? Like, <laughs> we yeah. put all of our efforts for that and not something else. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe it's just because I'm older now that I I, I like life a lot more now than I did when I was like 12, dude. I don't know. Being 12 kind of sucked. Wow, you were watching all that porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know. As being, a, <laughs> I found s- out I can jerk off to other things than Gonzo <laughs> porn. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thirteen. I That's my life. Technology changed. definitely makes life cool. It definitely oh, makes sure. life cooler. But like, I just think we haven't we haven't figured out how to best use it to get get to where we want to go. Yeah. We're but still I think that's finding a like a balance dude. with it. I, I think, think it just it just depends on where the where society goes. 
I don't know. I mean, we could go one way or we could go the other. We could go a way where we become so immersed in whatever the fuck we're immersed in that we just kind of devolve into this like brainless society or at some point it's not going to be one thing or the other it's going to be a little bit of everything it's going to be a little bit of like people not knowing how to live without their phone it's also going to be people using technology to get closer to people that they wouldn't have Mm -hmm. we're going to use it to advance science and we're also going to use it to like advance political social change because hackers are fucking shit up right now and it's awesome we're (laughs) gonna create we're gonna create new problems we're gonna create new solutions it's all everything is going to change like it's scary to think about it's exciting but i think eventually i'm just gonna like just live in the woods (laughs) yeah i don't know it's a it's a i don't know i don't know i feel like uh yeah I i think definitely in maybe 30 40 no probably 30 years Probably be in the woods. Probably somewhere. in the woods, Just making like sweet ass beats on my synthesizer. <laughs> Dude, we've been watching uh, like caveman videos, like how to like like primal tutorials on <laughs> nice. YouTube. Like yes. how to make like fires. Cover like, yourself in mud so you yeah. can't smell you. Oh, dude, we we watched uh, this Andrew. I forget his last name, but he's like a modern day Steve Irwin. Nice. It's like an Australian yeah, dude. dude. He like he covered himself in mud and like got stuck in a hill like <laughs> next to this little like watering hole and he waited for an antelope to come up and get water. He literally sprung out and caught a fucking like full grown antelope. That's like, impressive. He's he's badass. I'd fuck that guy. That's really <laughs> impressive. That's some he's manly crazy. shit. He, he like just, he caught lives dinner. In the outback. Jesus. Yeah. That is some manly. I feel like I get robbed of doing that shit. That's I feel like if I were manly. like a man back then, I would have caught a few antelopes. I would have like walked back and be like, check this shit out. This is a common conversation between my best friend and I. We we want we like dudes doing manly shit. Mm-hmm. We want to see men chopping wood, doing. And doing, we don't get a chance to do it anymore. That's you gotta make you gotta make that chance. Easy. But that's what a man does. A man makes that chance. Yeah, but dude, also, you he Minecraft. buys wood and he buys an axe and he goes, baby come outside and then he just chops wood in front of her and she's like oh my right, god so make some lemonade. we don't even africa. have a fireplace that's not the point <laughs> buy a ticket to africa go there and say baby watch this you don't gotta, go you gotta do all that well where make else am i gonna find antelope where am i gonna just find a deer you, the zoo you I'm sneak not fucking into with the a deer dude a deer would kick my ass dude an but if you it's not about the antelope it's about providing sustenance and dinner in a fucking really manly way if I just you bought you a five hundred dollar plane ticket. I could have seven dinners with that. But that's so e- that's too easy. It's not about the money. It's about your. It's about you being a fucking man and taking nature by the balls and being like about to be my dinner tonight. I feel like the only time that exists is like if the guy sets up the situation. Go fishing to show it. Then it's like Fishing's not as it's fun. not as natural. That's the manliest thing I go did. Go fishing, but that's more innocent. That's more like regular everyday. There's I'm a saying, hook like, in its mouth. You baited it. Like a fucking like like some evil. But it's honest. I'm t- you're talking about your guy coming home buying they also wood don't for no really reason. Feel the hooks. Do they not? I, I feel really. like that was a myth to make me feel uh, better about fishing. I like to think that they do. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about a guy buying firewood for no reason. Yeah. Chopping it in the backyard, saying, "Watch this." That's hot as shit. I feel like I just be like, dude. We don't have a fireplace. Come on, man. Get real. Go fishing or something. You're overthinking it. It's so hot. You take your shirt off while you do it, and you're like, oh, I'm sweating. You take it off. Oh, my God. And then if you turn that shirt into a bandana like Rambo, oh, my God. I'll admit it. I think it's safe to say I'll never understand that perspective. You know what else is hot? Uh, Rambo. 
<laughs> Rambo's John pretty. Rambo. I think he's pretty. I think. I think more of like dude, John a man, Rambo. a man that could snap another man's neck with his bare hands. That's fucking hot. With a bandana on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> on my wrists, cause I'm all tied up. Yeah, that's how I'm doing it. <laughs> Manly shit, man. We we're definitely losing that one with, with technology. Yeah, yeah, men can't change tires. I bet you got is like the fucking like gun game at the bar, dude. Where yeah, like right. The like fucking the deer. Fuck? I still fuck up that too, but sometimes I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's why I haven't gotten any ass at the bars. Wrestling a bear. <laughs> you know, I'm just like he totally missed all three shots. I'm like this is a game. It's not real. It's not a game. Not in my heart. It's not a fucking game. My love. Is that a game to you? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta uh, go home and go to bed. Yeah. This is probably a good time to end the podcast yeah, then. We actually went for like an hour 45. Cool. So nice. Do you have any, uh, anything coming up? I know tomorrow, but this will probably come out on Sunday. So Coming out on Sunday? Um, the second Saturday shit show for October is the second Saturday in October. It's at 7 p.m. doors, 7.30 show. It's free. It's upstairs. Free parking. Drink specials. Jamel Johnson's headlining. We got Jessica Murphy-Garrett before she goes... To her comedy festival in England, which is cool, um, or Edinburgh, she's mm-hmm. going somewhere cool. Yeah, and she has a, a, it's like a GoFundMe, right? I think so. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, so there's a GoFundMe out there for Jessica to uh, get to England for a comedy festival. So you guys got any extra money laying around? Toss it. Just Bring it to the shit Jessica. show. Like, yeah, for the shit <laughs> and show. And buy beer so we can give Diamond Jessica money. Back beer, because <laughs> that's the sponsor for the. Shit it show. was. Don't buy the diamond. <laughs> they double crossed us. <laughs> I really like I really like the flying dog blood orange. That's my baby. It's, it's my go to. It's good. Yeah. I like it. Eric, what do you got going on, man? Uh follow me on social media at Eric Glazer. On everything, I G and Twitter. Yeah, everything. You got no shows coming up, is what I gather from that. I got shows, but I don't want to look them up. We can just end the show. Oh my gosh. Guys, we're gonna have this episode up either Sunday, Monday, or apparently Tuesday. As I've learned from Eric, <laughs> soundcloud.com slash LFTS podcast. Till next week. Bye. I was trying to get this thing in motion. Oh, shit. Oh, She's still a little spoiler. It's harder than it sounds. I made a lot of mistakes. A lot of work for the best. Let me tell you, I hung with the rapid, the curves. Watch with the key marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Watch our same mistakes and do you win. If you can't cool, you win. What you doing? Never make the same mistake again. If it ain't working, not get it glued. Trying to say I keep it moving. Trying to say the kick and do it. Trying to stare away so I can fly away. Another day ain't going through it. I'ma lose it before I get it, so I'm scared I lose it all. It ain't so unusual. I'm first to stay in touch and towards the sabotage. Make a real into a mind. Relationship into a mind. We should go into our car. Jesus Christ is in the car. This is it, taking nine. Much has changed, only my words are that alone. Used to think of changing, now the things are changing. Now they say I change the car. That'll be false. I just might have changed my car. That'll be y'all. Yeah.